It's time for the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. We'll tell you how to catch more fish and the right way to get on the fish. We'll tell you what's biting and where they're biting. So listen in because that's where the fish are. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. Share your tips and tricks with us. Now let's bait the hook, toss out the lines, and see what's biting. On the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, here's fishing guru Eric Brandon, along with Sun Sentinel Outdoor writer Steve Waters. The Guru. How you doing there, Steve-O, buddy? Hey, it's great to be back in the studio. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, you've been on remote with that phone of yours covering a few things. Uh, long distance. One was a, uh, I believe, a wedding. No, I'm sorry, it was a graduation. Correct. Graduation. It was my nephew graduated from Boston University. So. Then Dolphin College, Dolphin uh, t- College, Dolphin Tournament last weekend. That's right, great. the Finns Weekend Tournament. So uh, it was great having uh, the players on and Paul Castronovo, but... Uh, I tell you what, the, I have to give a shout out to the Dolphins uh, media people, uh, Teresa and Sydney and Jason Jenkins runs the show. Mm-hmm. They, they bent over backwards for this show. Cool, uh, man. As you know, we, we had uh, Sam Young on, defensive tackle, Andrew Franks, the great place kicker. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, you want to talk to Ryan Tannehill? And, <laughs> like, of course. Yes, uh, we do, man. He was great, by the he way. Was. He was. Yeah, they, they, they all were. Yeah. And and Paul was terrific. Uh, unfortunately, Paul finished one pound out of uh, the third place. Yeah. So. He sent me a, a, a explicative-laden text about his uh, performance that day. Well... I wrote about him in my Tuesday or my Wednesday fishing report in the uh-huh. Sun Sentinel. His okay. son AJ, first bait in the water, catches like a twenty nine point eight, twenty nine point eight pound king. Yep. I mean, they're still putting out baits. Boom, right. so the whole thing about being ready. Mm. Then they had a tuna triple header. All of them got eaten by sharks. Wow! Any one of those fish would have put them into. Uh, Third and possibly may have uh, surpassed the boat that I was on. As they say in fishing, Steve, woulda, coulda, dude. You know, that's the way it goes, man. The fish have got to win or the sharks have got to take your catch, whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. That's it the way was, it goes. Fishing started off really good, then it got really tough. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Anyway, good tournament. Uh, did you get any fish out of the deal from trade? Did you get a couple of fillets? Uh, actually, Captain Terry Kloss. Hooked you up? He he did, and I told Trey, I said, now you, you're going to save some fish for Eric, right? <laughs> he says, Absolutely. I wonder if he's still got him back in the fridge waiting on me. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, his mom, Janine, smokes him for him. <laughs> all right, big show ahead, man. We've got uh, all our usual elements coming up on the program. We have uh, Joe Hector talking kayak stuff offshore, which is always fun. Rick Buckner, long distance from Mexico, talking about shop maintenance and uh, boat repair, et cetera. And uh, our captain's galore coming up on the program. I haven't fished the whole week. Have you seen some highlights? I think I saw Captain Bouncer with a few nice catches this week. Um, let's say I talked to uh, Captain Chris Lemieux and he said it was, uh, not bad up in Boynton, uh, tunas, yep. uh, some dolphin and, uh, just a few kingfish. Okay. So, uh, We'll see. We'll talk to the experts, find out exactly where and what's biting. By the way, one of our fabulous listeners and good friend, Danny Clanton, is going out fishing at a lighthouse point with about five guys. He said to me last night, Eric, Eric what's the forecast fishing-wise? I said, Dude, I haven't got it yet, but if you check out the show, we'll tell you where the fish are biting. So, Danny, stand by. We've got a Broward report coming up very soon. Okay. Meantime, on the show, as always, Captain Boucher-Smith. Good morning, Fred. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen, and hasn't been a very good week for fishing. There's been a good amount of sailfish around. Uh, the dolphin fishing got much better, mostly under birds, 
uh, mostly 600 to 1,000 feet, but even some on the edge and some nice sizes too, some 10 to 20-pound fish being caught. Uh, still a few kingfish around, plenty of blackfin tunas, although not quite up to par for this time of year in Miami, still enough to keep it very interesting. And on top of all that, plenty of tarpon every night once it gets dark. Tarpon yeah, like man, that. Is that isn't this a little on the late side for tarpon bouncer or that just how it is these days? This has been the worst tarpon season I've ever seen, but ever since about a month ago they finally settled in and they've been real real good and it's very very common for them to stay through the full moon in June. But with such a poor tarpon season and looking so good now, maybe they'll stay till the full moon in July. We may get a bonus. A lot of things this year have been a month late, so it could be a strange year, but rewarding for us if the fish stick around longer. So we'll take them while we got them anyway, and, and <laughs> they're nice go. size, and there's plenty of them. That's terrific. Uh, what's your game plan today, Cap? We have a swordfish charter this weekend, so... I plan on going out there, catching a couple of dolphin on the way out, and then uh, catching a couple of swordfish and having a great day. I want to see waters with Captain Bouncer out there. It's Memorial Weekend. Uh, Cap, good luck amongst all the 45 million boats out there, buddy. Well, that's one of the good things about sword fishing. At least we won't be fighting with all the boats for all the <laughs> dolphins because uh, we will be targeting something. It's more of a limited fish. It could still have 10, 15 boats out there sword fishing, but right. it's not as bad as all 45,000 of them trying for the, that big dolphin. Right, That's, and they kind of respect each other out on the swordfish grounds. Unlike those who yeah. catch dolphin and people come and <laughs> blow into your school. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, we well, you know the, the other point, Bouncer, is that if Eric wasn't selling so many boats at Nautical Ventures, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be as crowded this weekend. Blame me. Well, we don't, Blame me we happily. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to hurt Eric's success. <laughs> Thank but you. But we could point him towards sandbar and and uh, other types of boats as opposed to fishing boats. Because, Steve, as you well know, Eric sells everything from uh, kayaks right on up to mega yachts. So he could skip the fishing <laughs> part and concentrate on the sandbars, yeah, uh, yeah. waterfront restaurants, and et cetera, sports. I'll keep that in mind, okay. but, but don't count on it. Hey, okay. hey now, the, there was something else that you, you kind of brought up, Eric, that yeah. I want to look into just uh, about dolphin fishing etiquette. And, uh, yeah, you know, let's say, Bouncer, that you're out there on a weed patch or something. Well, what's the, you got a lot of guys and girls running around. They'll see somebody stopped. They they want to run over and maybe get in on the uh, on that school of fish. How would you tell them to approach uh, that situation? Well, the fact of the matter is, is if you find the board first, people are going to come join you, and if somebody else finds the board first, you're going to end up joining them. The most important thing is give them room to fish. Don't run over their lines. Uh, share in the action. Don't don't try to run them off of their own finds. So uh, it's really tricky because they'll pull up and they'll hook four 10-pounders, and you'll pull up and hook the 40-pounder because they didn't have any more baits out, and then they want to shoot you. But, but just be courteous. Try not to run over the lines. One thing I will tell you is if you've got a live well full of pilchards and they're fishing with 
chunks of valley who on occasion I've pulled over and hand them a scoop of pilchard so that because if you're live baiting, you're going to shut them down with their chunks of valley pretty quick. So it doesn't hurt to offer to share something with somebody once in a while. It shocks them completely. And and another thing that really shocks them is if you pull up and ask them, you mind if I join your school? But, <laughs> you know, if you've got a good catch in the box and you've dotted on your own, what the heck, let them have their spot and go find your own as long as there's enough around that that can work. But there, that being said... A lot of times one boat will find a school and it'll be hundreds and hundreds of fish. And it only makes sense that everybody share the wealth because if it was kingfish, you'd all share the wealth. And if it was a school of tarpon north of government cut, you'd all share the wealth. So it should be the same with dolphin. Just be courteous. That's the important thing. Good way to wrap the conversation, Cap. Thanks so much, man. We'll check back at 730 and see what you're up to, okay? We'll be looking forward to it. All right. She's always happy, snappy, and always catches some crazy fish. Darcy Darcizzle on line number two. Uh, her adventures just go everywhere, man. She's into everything. That's right. Shark fishing, shark bass fishing, fishing, bass fishing, lion fish, spear fishing, whatever. <laughs> Sw- swimming with the fishes. Yeah. Darcy, good morning to you. Good morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. How was your weekend uh, fishing last weekend? You had something going on. We had a great fishing weekend. We fished a tournament, and we ended up catching a few kings. One of the kings were able to place in the tournament, but we did catch, like, monster 20-pound bonitas all day long. <laughs> so that was bending some rods and just, you know, having a great day on the water. Uh-huh. And I actually just returned from Pine Island, Florida. I was over there trying to catch a Goliath grouper, which I have not caught yet. It's still on my bucket list. Unfortunately, we did not catch one, but we had a great time over there. And I was just at a point in Point in inlet yesterday, and we ended up catching like a nice rainbow runner in 20 feet of water. So it's been busy. Darcy, where are you calling me from? Because your phone's kind of scratching up and breaking up a little bit. Where are you at? Oh, I'm actually in the car right now, headed to Jupiter, Florida to go and do fishing right now. Okay, so a little scratchy. All right, so uh, what's your game plan? What kind of fish are you catching over there? So the, the game plan today is just to try and have fun. We're going with some friends of ours. And they know the area real well in Jupiter, Florida. And we're going to try and catch snook and tarpon and see what happens out there. And have a great Memorial Day weekend. Not too shabby, Steve Waters. She's off again, man. She's got a great schedule. Every weekend she's trying some new location. I wish we had that, that leisure and opportunity because we don't. You know? That's right. We I have mean, full-time jobs. We can't just pick up and go. You know what I mean? That, that's right. Well, I was going to say, yeah, we're stuck here. But obviously I wasn't stuck here last week. So <laughs> maybe we need to take the show on the road. I think we'd take the show on the road quite often. We'll talk to the boss about that. Yeah, okay? you, me, Chicago, Mike. We'll get yeah. out there with Darcy and uh, hang around, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll do the show. We'll uh, <laughs> take some video. Uh, speaking of which, Darcy, you've got uh, more fans than I think Justin Bieber. Tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we find you on, on social media? You're all over the place. Where are you at? All right, so you can check me out. You can search on Google, or you can just search social media. I'm all on all the popular platforms. You can search Dark Sizzle Offshore. And I also have a Roku channel, and I'm on YouTube. And my channel name is Dark Sizzle Offshore, so you can check it out there. Have a safe ride there, Darcy. Thanks for checking in. Love you on the show. You've been great ever since day number one. And please stay with us for a long, long time and keep teasing us with all these great fish you catch, okay? Please. Sounds good. Okay, thank you very much. Steve Waters, uh, checking that forecast today, man. I got some rain showers coming in, man. Some thunder boomers in the lakes, all the way up uh, sawgrass to get here. Uh, What's happening with the weather today, man? Yeah, it was pouring. I came down uh, university, and uh, it was pretty heavy rain. But uh, 
The weather forecast, I mean, it's, they say thunderstorms. I'm looking at the radar. There's not a lot out there. Just okay. Kind of over us, but um, east-northeast winds, 5 to 10 knots. Nice. That's going to be uh, great for dolphin fishing. Sure enough. And then uh, some southeast wind around 5 knots. Then uh, it's going to be, uh, let's see, the holiday weekend, Sunday, northeast 5 to 10. Monday, northeast 5 to 10. Wow. But uh, my story in yesterday's Sun Sentinel was about Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. usually a great time to catch big dolphins sure enough, off yeah. South Florida. Yeah. So they should be around, great boating conditions. Kind of reminds me, yesterday I was taking a guy named Dr. Adam O'Mara offshore in an Axopar 28 demonstration at Port Everglades, right? Right. I thought of everything in the world. I brought a cooler full of waters and snacks. The doc was happy. The one thing I didn't bring, dude, I didn't bring a rod reel and a tackle box. I got to start remembering to do that when I go offshore at these demos, <laughs> man. Hey, Doc, let me show you how we catch dolphin on this boat, you know? Oh, man, absolutely. You know? And the Just... boss goes, Brandon, you've been, you've been on a boat demo, man, for six hours. Where have you been? We had a Coast Guard looking for you. <laughs> so start bringing rods and reels every time, Eric, you bonehead. Let's take a break. Coffee time at 613 at 940 wins. Miami Sports. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Ooh, I hope I didn't wake you. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Hey, welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. It's Eric Brandon with Steve Waters and Chicago Mike flying the ship behind the bulletproof glass over there. Big news, Steve. The show can be heard, of course, live as we're doing right now, right? right. On 940 Wins. You can check us out at the uh, podcast later, 940wins.com. Nautical Ventures carries the show podcast at nauticalventures.com. And now, Steve Waters, Ooh. global, dude, we're on now on iTunes. Really? The show is now on iTunes. Okay. So, I mean, dude, you, you have no excuse not to catch the show anytime, anywhere. Just want to throw it out That's there, right. man. That's right. No excuse. Well, I, I listen on the uh, iHeartRadio And iHeartRadio app, app, yeah. On my phone. Yeah, so it's you catch us four different ways, man. That's it. You know, I can listen uh, listen to our podcasts, or if you're not not around the uh, radio, uh-huh. you can check us out on the podcast. <laughs> check out Jeff DeForest. Yes, sir. Every morning. There you go. Hey, he's uh, down in the Keys, Steve Waters. He's not near a spear gun. He's near a fishing rod. Chiefy Matthews on line number one. <laughs> Jim, good morning, buddy. What's oh, happening? Oh, no, no, no. We've got spear guns, buddy. We're loaded, locked and loaded. Oh, so you're, you're fishing and diving, I guess. Well, what we're doing here is we've got a little board dive charter, four days. It's uh, the Playmate, uh, sea-exclusive uh, charters out of uh, Stock Island. And we're just uh, passing Key West and heading uh, down to Marquesas. And tonight we'll be at uh, Fort Jefferson at uh, the Dry Tortugas. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I saw some and pictures. We're be, yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to be diving and spearfishing the whole way down. I saw pictures of the last year's trip you put on Facebook, Jim. And you guys are actually bringing fish back in wheelbarrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wheelbarrows is easier to, when you have big fish like uh, grouper and uh, <laughs> huge hogfish. Uh. It's fun, uh, you know, when we head down that way. We'll be targeting a grouper. That'll be kind of like today's deal. Red grouper, black grouper, of course. And then now uh, we're hoping some big muttons. That's that's the other nice surprise down here. And then when we get uh, sort of on the west side of the fort, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, that's when you see these massive uh, big male hogs nice. with their entourage. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, it's really good. A lot of fun. We got ten guys uh, on board compressor. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And of course, good eats. You know. Oh, good eats. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, grouper, yeah. no doubt about that. Did you have a chance to uh, dive locally before this trip uh, this week, Jim? Yeah, we did actually. It was really nice. Um, conditions have been pretty decent, which is nice. Uh, been pretty flat. I think I think we're in for a nice summer coming, hopefully. And uh, you know, the hogfish have been around. We're not seeing the huge ones, but 18, 20-inch hogs have been around. So that's that's been good to see. Uh, I still haven't got the first grouper yet, though. That's uh, that's that's what the uh, you know that's why we're down here. Uh, hopefully, get some big grouper. Is that so, yeah? Is, looking forward to it. Is that because you haven't found any uh, legal uh, size groupers, Jim, or you've been missing? No, they they just been smarter than us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> In my case, that's not too hard. But anyway, <laughs> <Fine too. laughs> all right, Jim. So, a bunch of guys on board the boat. It's a liveaboard, so you guys will get you get meals around the clock. You eat there, sleep there, yeah. shower there. Yeah. What? Yeah, we're four days. Uh, eat, sleep, dive, dive, dive. Uh, liveaboard, dive charter, onboard compressor, put nitrox. So um, you know, we're living the life here. This is our annual um, uh, Memorial Day trip, and uh, there's ten of us. Like I said. And great, great crew, uh, Captain Joe, Adam, Jenny, she's the cook, chef. And I tell you what, uh, they treat you like kings. So it's really, really nice. The playmate uh, out of Stock Island, sea exclusive charter. So really, really nice people. What's the, uh, good guys. What's the price tag of something like that, Jim, for four days? Um, Average. It's going to run for a four-day trip here is uh, about 12 bucks a guy. So 10 guys, it's 12 grand. I think for the amount of money you spend, it's probably worth the return, I think, to tell you the truth. Oh, no, we don't do the cost-benefit analysis. Uh, no, Eric, come on, we, we can't do that. that just, my, my wife would never understand. You follow? I, yeah, I, I got you, man. So, Wait, yeah. So I have to ask Jim real quick. So, Jim, uh, Wednesday and Thursday is uh, the Our Florida Reefs meeting at uh, yes. in Coconut Creek there. Yes. At the, I guess it's Fern Forest Nature Center. Are you going to be back in time for that? Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on it. Uh, I'm planning on it. I'm actually, we'll be back late Tuesday night. We'll be okay. pretty tired. But, uh, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, I plan on being there. I will see you there. All right, Chief. <clears throat> excellent, excellent. Have a good day, man. Spear them up, catch them up, okay? Have fun. You too, right. man. You too. All right, holding patience on line number two, our good friend, Captain Tony DeJulian on the program. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Steve. How are you guys doing today? Man, we're doing great talking fishing every weekend here at 940 Winds, and uh, you always have a great report. What's been shaking? Well, I just got back from Key West late last night. was down there for all of uh, most of the week. It was kind of slow down there. Caught a couple of wahoos and uh, managed to catch a sailfish, but uh, not really great fishing down there, actually, all week. I think it was much better up towards our way up here in Miami and... Uh, and uh, Lighthouse Point and so forth. That's funny, Steve. I always think when you say I'm fishing in the Keys, it just totally outshines what South Florida provides, and he's telling me now that it was better here than, than down there. I, I'm surprised. Um, yeah, you know, really. Yeah, just just the way it goes sometimes. Could be the water quality or the uh, just whatever, you know, coming off the full yeah, moon, which was a, a week ago. We had a lack of bait. Uh, we had good temperature, uh, somewhere right around 82 point nine degree water temperature we found so i found some blue water we did catch a real nice 42 43 pound wahoo right in the middle of that so it wasn't all that bad we caught a couple of mahis just not 
not quite what we're used to. And we feel the same way, Eric. When we won't go down to Key West, we think we're going to just catch all the fish in the world and it's <laughs> going to be fantastic. But yeah. even some places where there are lots and lots of fish, sometimes it's just not great fishing. Tony got a favor from a friend of mine named Danny Clanton. He's out fishing with four or five guys out of Hillsboro this morning. He said to me last night, Eric, uh, give me a fishing report out of Hillsboro. I said, well, check out the show uh, because guys like Tony Julia will tell you what's happening. So what's our best bet out of Hillsboro to catch fish today? Well, first of all, you got to be a little bit careful this time of year with the thunderstorms. It helps to have radar, but keep an eye on thunderstorms. You do not want to get caught in them too far offshore. Okay. Um, especially this weekend, there's going to be a lot of people on the water. It's Memorial Day. Uh, we actually have to say thank you to all the men and women that have served our country currently and in the past, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. But be careful on the water. Um, the last few days, actually, the mahi fishing has gotten uh, pretty good. There's been some gaffer-sized 15- to 20-pound mahi showing up in about 800 feet of water off of Hillsborough. And then there also has been some better um, blackfin tunas fishing the last few days showing up, according to some of my friends that have been out there fishing. Um, lots of good live pilchards in Boca Inlet, so if you can get some some live pilchards, uh, either buying them or catching them, and get out there. And uh, the blackfin tuna, if you can live chum with a bunch of pilchards, it really, really helps to uh, get them feeding. And, uh, you know, you can catch a lot of blackfin tunas. Yeah, so you need to go net yourself a few hundred pilchards. Uh-huh. And uh, that should get yep, you Yep, that's going. what you usually do. You can net them, or we like to actually catch as many as we can with sabiki, sabiki rigs sure. because uh, they actually last a lot longer and we'll pet our baits for a few days. But, yeah, if you're going to use the baits today, um, netting them is, ac- is absolutely a much quicker way to catch as many as you need. And if you get two, 300 of them in your well and you throw five or six at a time out while you're drifting um, along with your hook baits, doesn't hurt to also put a chum bag in the water with a you know regular uh, block of frozen Manhattan type chum. Um, that always uh, helps to kind of attract some bait fish around your boat, and um, it can't hurt to have a, a, a chum bag in the water. Sure. Now, Tony, for guys like me who are totally filthy rich and loaded, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Steve and I, we have to laugh. We want to buy some bait, man. Uh, who, what, what's the channel of the other bait guys on when you call them on the radio? Well, when we're, when we're fishing out of Hillsboro, we usually, uh, most of the bait guys, they stand by on, they'll stand by on channel 16 and then they'll switch over to, uh, you can switch over to whatever channel they tell you, 72, 69, channel 80 sometimes. Okay. But we usually, uh, we're usually getting our bait there from, uh, right at the inlet. There's a couple of places there in Hillsboro and then also at the Lighthouse Point Marina as well. They have, uh, they've got a real good source of bait right there. Gotcha. And then if you really want to get some numbers, you know, you could give Tommy Green from Custom uh, Tackle there in Pompano, give him a call, and he's got all the numbers of the local guys, and he could act, he'll actually give you their cell phone numbers. That's always a good a good thing to remember. Uh, good tip. Um, you can get get some uh, live bait phone numbers that way as well. Oh, kind of order your bait in advance. There you go. Absolutely. Great and idea. Steve, I'm going to be there, too, on uh, – on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, at least one of the two days at the uh, meeting. Very, I know you were just talking yes. about it, a very important, very important meeting. I'm going just to, uh, you know, I'm like others. Let's just say I'm a little skeptical of the true intentions of of this entire uh, situation, and I'll be actually speaking on behalf of us, the uh, the 
fishermen. I think that there's actually some uh, several other options that may be a little bit better and help our reefs a little bit more uh, other than shutting down some areas for us to go fishing. And so I'll see you there on Wednesday and Thursday. Look forward to it. Tony, thank you very much. Have a great day. Catch him up, my friend. We'll talk next weekend, okay? All right, guys. Thanks. Have a great day. Happy Memorial Day. Oh, you got it. All right, so get out your notepads because Rick Buckner coming up next with Shop Talk. Every week we learn uh, better ways to maintain your boat, your motor, lower unit, uh, your trailer, whatever it's got to do with the boat. Rick Buckner is the magician with the wrench. Uh, yeah, he's good. I actually uh, went out and bought a new battery for my car. <laughs> Just because he told you to buy a battery advice, every four years? He, yeah, he yeah. said it sounds like it's... Uh, uh, it's had it. All right, man. Take a little break. Uh, Rick Buckner coming up next, 632 at 940. Wins Miami Sports. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune into our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Good morning, girls. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Into the, what, almost 11th year now doing this thing, Mr. Waters? We getting close? We're getting very close, yeah, but... Um... Man, what a great station to be doing the show from. The yeah. one, the only, 940 wins. Baby. Yeah, I got to say, if uh, if you listen to the show, tell your friend. I was talking to uh, a couple of guys, big fans of the show, a few weeks ago at the Saltwater Shootout, mm-hmm. both named Dave. Okay. And uh, they tell all their buddies, you got to listen to Eric and Steve. Once a week, I have a guy walk in because of the program. A guy walked in last week, and his name was Will. And so I heard you guys talking about the the, the, the nautical ventures, and he said, "I got to check it out." He was like, "Wow, this place really is amazing!" Oh, I got that great email from one of your coworkers. Oh, terrific! Saying how people come in the store, say, "Hey, these guys are talking <laughs> about this place. Just had to check it out." Let's check this out. Rick Buckner is long distance. He's in Mexico and uh, up and happy and ready to talk a little shop talk. Ricky, there, buddy boy. Yes. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing great, Rick. Before we kick off Shop Talk, let me give you some prep, uh, some props here real quick. I had to have a demo ride on an Axopar, Steve Waters, in yes. time for Friday for a client. And we had like maybe two days to take this brand new Axopar we just had delivered, get it rigged and ready, and he had it ready for my client, man, it, I, literally 48 hours. From putting on a motor to rigging to getting it you know, diagnostically checked out, I, Rick, just, just thank you, man. What a great job, dude. Seriously. Well, it isn't me. It's my team. I got to thank all my guys in the shop. You know, I'm very hard on them. Um, you know, they call me the big bear and the tornado that comes in there. And I push my guys <laughs> to the limits every day. But, you, uh, that's you're what makes Nautical Ventures different than most companies. No, man, you're great. Uh, customer service, of course. You treat all your clients terrific. But I want to, again, thank you so much. Uh, the client enjoyed the boat. We have a sale. And uh, soon, uh, Dr. Um, O'Mara is going to have his new Axopar. So thanks again. So we're back on yeah, Shop he, Talk. He Rick. Very, very happy. What's our what's our quick chat oh, going to be about today? Well, a quick limit. First of all, I know my family's up right now, and as you know, how many hours I've been putting in. I've, I've been missing my wife in the morning and coming home late at night. So, good morning, honey. Good morning, kids. <laughs> um, down here in Mexico, as you know, I'm going to do a fly to karma tournament with uh, my good friends down here on the Hooker, uh, Ronda, Ronda, and Gary Johnson. Okay. Um, basic shop talk this morning, and to keep it simple, is I think we need to keep the public informed to 
keep an eye on their safety equipment on the boat. Safety is definitely a priority. Make sure we have life jackets on the boat for one every person, a throw cushion. Make sure they got their fire extinguishers up to date. They're not rotted out on the bottom and just say, we'll buy one next week. I think safety is uh, the key point here on a boat. And make sure you have um, something that is not part of a safety equipment is at least have a basic first aid kit. That would uh, definitely goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of safety kits, Steve, all of our boats at Nautical Ventures go out with safety gear, Coast Guard approved gear. And the one thing I want to think about, uh, Rick, is how fast many of these, uh, or how often the flare guns go out of uh, expiration. So make sure you check those out as well. You should check those out at least yearly to make sure that they're still okay, they're not broken, and they're um, still within their date. It's the same thing having your boat yearly inspected by a mechanic or bring it to us at Nautical Ventures, and that way we can keep an eye on your safety equipment. And obviously, if it's out of date, get you to purchase a new equipment for the vessel. So, Steve Waters, just so you know, when you go out there with think about you have life jackets, you can't sub- sub- substitute a life jacket for one of those beanbag chairs. <laughs> okay, that ain't going to fly, dude. You need, right. need a life jacket on. No, you know what? I, I'm a big believer in safety. I have been, I was in a boat that sank, Rick, and uh, was right. not wearing a life jacket. Oh, boy. And uh, luckily I survived. But uh, so, yeah, I'm all about safety. And well, uh, I like the inflatable. I can say one thing about one- Right. One thing about safety, I can tell you over here, there ain't no CETO over here and boat maintenance over here on this side of Mexico is definitely a priority. So that's, we take care of two vessels down here. We're going to be, you know, obviously fishing off the coast here. You're on your own. It's not like you can call someone to come help you. Well, man. Well, Rick, have a safe trip, my friend. Enjoy that time off with the family and have a great weekend. And again, one more time, man, thank you for that great job you and your staff did getting my boat ready in time. I really appreciate it a lot. All right. Thank you very much. All right, fellas. Go in the tournament. There you go. Line number two is our good friend, and uh, catch him up every week. And this man is, has an amazing boat. Great fisherman, Captain Chris Lemieux, the man. The man. The man. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning, boys. How are we doing? What are you catching these week? Every You catch every kind of fish, man. What's been on your, uh, your specialty list this week? Man, it's been, I don't know. We haven't had one serious fish that we've been really targeting. Um, fishing's been really good all week coming off that full moon um we've just been live baiting just on the outside edge of the reef and catching pretty much everything caught you know handful of dolphins couple sails um the kingfish are still around and definitely blackfin tuna i would say is the main one of the main players in the game uh, blackfin tuna so seawaters uh there there's been a lot of them and nice ones too so it's been working out for us pretty good doing the blackfin tuna thing uh, well, what what's great for you chris is so you fish out of boynton inlet and it's funny in the tournaments like in Pompano and whatnot, everybody runs to Boynton. So yeah, and you, it's my home, it's my backyard. So I know where they live. I have their address. There, I was going <laughs> to ask you, how do you know when you come out the inlet? Do you go south to the uh, Martini Glass, or you go north towards uh, the Ritz Carlton? Um, just like any other fish, it's pretty much conditions. What it looks like, and for tuna, is the water clarity and the current is everything. Um, they like really that royal blue water and good north current. So that's the main thing we probably look for in when we tuna fish. And obviously everything else, sails and, and, you know, pretty much everything but the kingfish like that. But, um, you know, we uh, we just try to find good current, good clean water, and, you know, fish areas that I've caught them for in the past. Chris, so on a day like... the inlet's always really good. I'm um, sorry. You know, from the water tower to the inlet's probably, you know, one of your go-to moves. But, you know, there's plenty of other places up by the pier and stuff that are great also 
Okay. I didn't even try to cut you off there, but I was going to ask you on a crowded okay. weekend like this, Chris. Uh, how do you avoid all that uh, boating traffic out there? You find your own spot, you go way off west, you go way up north. How do you escape the crowd? I just, generally close to the inlets, a lot of the you know, weekend warriors that don't do it too often, they'll just go close to the inlet or follow the drift boat, something like that. I just mm-hmm. try to find my own areas, you know. Um, if I start getting crowded by people, I just pick up and leave. Um, there's no point, you know. Uh, main thing with weekends like this is a lot of people, you know, there's not a lot of experienced boaters that go out on a regular basis. So, you know, they see a boat fishing or catching fish and they, they automatically pull up to you. So <laughs> I just try to leave, find my own areas, do my own thing. Um, I don't like fishing with a group of boats. You know, there's no point of splitting a school of fish between five boats when you can find a little knot of fish to yourself and that aren't spooked, you know. Gotcha, so, man. So I'll get back to the target fish of the weekend, Stephen. I think he's mentioning blackfin tuna would probably be the uh, number one fish to, uh, to live bait for or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bait's, bait's been really thick in our area. Um, there's you know, there's pilchards, um, there's sardines. There's, there's been goggle eyes before the sun comes up. Um, you know, we're definitely in that full spring summer swing where there's bait everywhere so you know if you don't feel like wasting time in the morning you can buy it or you could just go catch it yourself um you know you can either net it if you know how to throw a big net or you could just sabiki it you know for most people you know spend a half an hour 40 minutes sabiki and you'll have more bait than you need to deal with so um you know i personally like to net some pilchards and stuff like that because i live chum a little bit um, but you don't necessarily have to live chum. You can hang a chum bag or, you know, sprinkle out some glass minnows and kind of get the same effect. If you listen to what the man says, Steve Waters, the captain, if you really pay attention to what they give you, it makes you a better fisherman. The show definitely educates you on how to catch fish better than before. Yeah. Well, sure. You know well, I mean? let's say you're, you're you're getting your boat ready. You say, okay, I'm going to have to buy bait. Now here's Captain Chris saying. I'm saying. You don't have to. There you go, Come man. with those glass minnows and, yeah. uh, Get the tunas behind the boat and uh, yeah, get, I mean, get even, the wasabi. To be honest with you, I mean, live bait obviously is your best option, but you can cut up, buy boxes of sardines and cut them up. I mean, we catch, you know, we catch tunas over in the Bahamas sometimes. We don't even bring live bait. All we do is chunk for them. So you could just take a good pair of shears with you and start cutting chunks of uh, sardines, Spanish sardines, and just start floating them out there and make a chump slick and then put a hook in one real small leader, um, real light, small hook. And just keep flatlining it. The main thing is you want to make it look like the chunks that are going out. So, you know, there's no other options than live bait to catch thing. I know a lot of people don't want to waste the time or don't want to spend the money, and I understand that completely. Um, you know, just got to go out there and chum them. They're, they've, they're big on the chum lines and coming to you. So, All right, Chris. Hey, man, thanks for a great report as always, my friend. Hopefully we'll see you on your boat one of these days and to have a fine day and a safe weekend, okay? Yep, sounds good, guys. Appreciate it, and take care. You got it. Steve Waters, Nautical Ventures Marine at Dania Beach, and our North Palm store is in the business of selling boats and fun toys and kayaks. Oh, my. But I must tell you about a brand. We've had a lot now for about six months. We are so proud of our glass stream boat lines. And I've had some very good luck with some very happy customers. Sold uh, two of those boats in the last month or so. Uh, Rob Grayson's enjoying his 19-foot uh, boat. And Gary Rhodes came by and bought one off me Thursday with a 221 center console. Nice. And you know, you see these boats for the first time and you look at the profile and you go, Man, look at this boat. It's just it's just sharp looking, man. It's got a great profile. It looks fast. And all those three things are definitely true and more. I mean, I showed you one this morning. What do you got in your hand? I'm looking at the two forty two. The two forty two. Got that inverted stepped hull. It does. And uh, obviously great for fishing, great for sandbar hanging out. Yeah, man. Just uh, cruising around. 
well-built boats. I'm looking at the one I just I told you about, the 221 I sold this week. Length uh, is 21 feet, 10 inches long, beam 8 feet to 1. Uh, you've got um, rated 200 horsepower at the back, fuel capacity 69 gallons, go as far as you want to go, and a 10-year hull warranty. Uh, the upholstery on the boats, you know, people take that for granted, but they spend extra time uh, doing a great job with the stitching inside mm-hmm. those boats, so you're not going to have, you know, seats that fall apart on you. Uh, there's no rattles. They're just a great riding boat. And again, they're great for bay, offshore, anywhere you want to go. These boats are very versatile. Right. And I've heard that because of the way they're designed, they're very fuel efficient. They are very fuel efficient. They are definitely that. And they also are fast if you like the need for speed. So again, come by, check out our entire line. Uh, just selling like crazy. I want to thank the Glass Drain family for being on board the program. Uh, just a, a great boat. And my clients are really enjoying those. Come by, check them out. Uh, 50 South Bryan Road, Dania Beach. See them at North Palm, our North Palm location, or anytime, of course, on the fabulous website, nauticalventures.com. Take a break. More fish smack coming up. 650 in the dot. 940 wins Miami Sports. Shut off that engine. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Anything you need to know about fishing or boats, call 866-801-0940. They've got everything you need. You're going to need a bigger boat. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. How about this? Beautiful morning, huh? Want a bigger boat? See me at 10 o'clock at Nautical Ventures. I'll get you the bigger boat, Steve Waters. <laughs> Not about that. Welcome back to our show, Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman. It's Eric Brandon, Steve Waters, and the fabulous Chicago Mike behind the glass. Uh, pretty much the big wrap-up so far, Steve Waters, is uh, the mahi are out there uh, scattered. But as Crystal Mew alluded to, uh, dolphin, I mean, the tuna fish bite is pretty good. Yeah, tuna bite strong off Boynton Beach. Uh, and as I wrote in yesterday's Sun Sentinel, and you can still read it, sunsentinel.com cool. slash outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, usually prime time for catching big dolphin off South Florida. And our captains have confirmed that there's been some big dolphin. And I know there's been some big dolphin caught in the Keys. Yeah, I've heard that rumor too. Especially around Island Murata. (laughs) We're talking about me. Richard Stanz is being on a program here shortly. I think he's on the the show very soon. But again, uh, dolphin bite's been great. Uh, Have plenty of live bait if you can either get it yourself or buy it, but have live bait on a boat. Yeah. That's def- key. Definitely around. Or go out there and do sabiki, 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 which is kind of a boring thing. But I Well, think. but your your bait's in better shape that way as opposed to uh, throwing that big net. Um, I can tell you this. One of my buddies lives uh, in a condo in Galt Ocean Mile right on the beach yep. in Fort Lauderdale. So there's been bait every morning right off the beach. Really? So, yeah. So you could go down to the beach, throw a seven-foot cast net, have your little bucket aerator and uh, fill it up if you were going to go kayak fishing. All right, honestly speaking, can you throw a cast net? Because I, I have not ever learned how to do that properly, dude. I even get hurt trying to throw that net. Those yeah, weights are whacking me upside the head. I learned a long time ago there was uh, the, these great uh, fish, fishing guy friends of mine, uh-huh. and uh, they showed me how to do it, and I've been doing it that way ever since. Well, how about showing your buddy one day, man? You and me will just take a couple hours and show That's him. too dangerous. Okay. <laughs> Let's go down to the Keys, talk to Richard Stancic with Bud and Mary's. Richard, good morning, my friend. How you doing? Eric, Steve, good morning. How are you all up there? Hey, we're doing great. Steve said so the rumor was that uh, some bigger mahi are back. Is that true or not? Actually, you know, uh, the truth is, you know, you've been hearing me over the last few weeks and uh, basically been telling you that it's been a bit inconsistent. But uh, right around Wednesday, Thursday, it really did change down here. Uh, every boat yesterday who fished encountered fish, every boat. 
Uh, we had uh, the Buzz On, uh, you know, that had a, a 46 and a 41 pounder, which are the really nice big slammer dolphins, as they say. Mm-hmm. A lot of really big gaffers. Uh, I, I saw boats with 15, 20 gaffers, and these fish are running 8 to 12 to 14 pounds, and, and a lot of schoolies. Uh, the weed has not lined up, but it is beginning to show up. Uh, with this weather pattern we got right now, these really weak winds like this, there's a good chance you're going to encounter some weed lines out there. So stay around the weed. Winds are very light and beautiful. Obviously, look for floating debris. The birds are going to be iffy with this kind of a breeze. But in the afternoon, the bite has been better. Also, around the humps, there's a lot of amberjacks still out there. A lot of the guys using these deep jigging methods are having a lot of fun with that. And I haven't seen any real big tunas this week, but there are some a lot of feather-sized tunas uh, you know, out on that hump there. So I think offshore is going to be the thing. And this weather down here in the word right now is absolutely perfect. It's crystal clear skies, gentle light winds out of the east. Uh, you couldn't pick a better time to be fishing offshore, and the fish are here. Along the reef, uh, most boats have said are offshore. However, the Miss Alamrata, Captain Ben Loy, has been on the reef all week long, as it always is. And yesterday by uh, noon, uh, Ben told me they had their limit. Didn't have a whole lot of people, so it didn't represent a lot of fish. But there are a lot of fish out there. These are all yellowtail, you know, on the smaller side, but keepers, good to eat, a lot of fun to have. You know, a lot of muttons on the bottom still, so fish around the boat, a few groupers being caught. Not a bad bet also. The reef's going to be really good this week, I think. In the backcountry, uh, it's settled down really nicely. Uh, the tarpon reports also are, are improving. The fish are showing up further and further back. Uh, my son, Captain Rick Stanzik, has caught tarpon every morning back there. He had three yesterday by noon. A lot of big fish. He also released a sawfish, which was interesting. And that sawfish, when they were releasing it, a school of cobia swam up there hanging out with him, so he had actually released a couple of cobias, unusual in a backcountry like that. The mangrove snapper fishing's been good as well in all the potholes and the channels back there. There are some trout. I have talked to Captain Jim Wilcox. He's one of the few guys that's not tarpon fishing, and he's done really well. Uh, some redfish showing up further back. He fishes way back, of course. And the snook fishing's been really consistent. So it looks like overall just absolutely a beautiful, beautiful weekend, and fishing's really good down here in the Florida Keys. So um, I think uh, that's my report. I'm thinking, Richard, uh, with this Memorial Weekend, is there any rooms for the, for any miles around north or south that are still open for, for a You know, it's a an interesting thing. Uh, Eric, over? over the years, obviously, 39 <laughs> of them I've been down here. You know, I, truthfully, I would try to avoid Memorial Weekend down here. But, <laughs> right. but you know, it's funny. Uh, it's become, I think, a mentality in their mentality almost. A lot of people say, you know what, let's not go to the Keys on Memorial Weekend <laughs> because it's going to be too crowded. So, you know what, a lot of people don't come now. And it's the weekend after Memorial Weekend that's the bad one. So I'm just putting it out there for you. Well, it, uh, but I would not come down here without calling ahead if you need a room. Um, you know, I think it's it'd be wise to do that. But there are some rooms available. Or just crash in the back seat of your car the old fashioned way, like uh, back we in see the that day. All the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to tell you, Richard. The last couple of weeks, I've been covering golf and stuff, and. Uh, these people say, oh, yeah, I'm headed down to Isla Mirada. I say, really, where are you going? Oh, I rented a houseboat at the St. Anna <laughs> Houseboat at Bud and Mary's. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, those are certainly sold out, I can tell you okay. that. They're very, very popular. Yeah, they are. You know, Steve, you got to come on down here. Bring Travis down here. We'll have some fun. You stay on one of those boats, and we'll go fishing, and you might as well drag Eric along, too, and tell Eric I'll write him a note to get him out of work if he needs it, all right? <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Appreciate that very much. All right, Richard, have a great weekend. And, and all right, guys. Keep it you safe, man. All right. Bye-bye. Steve Waters, you know what, man? Uh, it, it's a shame when guys uh, go out offshore and the old clunker on the back of the transit just finally says, I've had enough, and just dies. I, I can't live no more. You can't fix me no more. I'm dead. Right. 
It's time to repower the boat, dude. Sure. You got to, you know, you got to take care of that boat, man. Put a brand new motor on it. Eventually, they do wear out. Now, we at Nautical Ventures, I might come to the rescue. We'll sell you a brand new Evinrude, a brand new Mercury, or a brand new Yamaha. We'll also finance that brand new repower. Oh, boy. We'll get you on that bad boy, finance you, get you some new power. And what's more fun than actually that new motor smell? I, well, you put that on the back. Thing about that, no. <laughs> you know? I know you're being a wise guy. No, but I'm being funny. I'm, I, but I'm I serious. like not having that smoke coming out of yeah. the old two strokes. Old two strokers are choking, man. Yeah, right? and and the fuel efficiency. I know uh, Bouncer Smith's got those G Tech. Uh, yeah, the uh, eat the yeah G twos. G twos. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Uh, Evan Roods. Yeah, and uh, he can't get over the gas mileage. You know, it actually pays for itself in the long run, you know what I mean? You cut yes. back on maintenance costs, repair costs, and uh, fuel savings. So, again, repower your boat. Nautical Ventures will help you out. Uh, 954-926-5250, nauticalventures.com. Check us out. We'll repower your stuff, okay? Okay. Thank you. More captains coming up. Big 7 o'clock hour rolling on 705 at 940 Winds Miami Sports. Be right back to you. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, the radio show that's put on by fishermen for fishermen and all about catching fish. Never did see so much activity. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. We want to hear from you. If you think you're nervous now, ha, huh, wait till you're on the air. And here to hook you up with local captains and crew so you can reel in more than bragging rights is waterman Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. And Sun Sentinel fishing writer steve waters coffee is ready sir now back to the nautical ventures weekly fisherman show i think it's water on the brain brandon tell you the truth mr waters there you go i like that i'll take a shot of myself before this next guy does so i'll just go jump and disrespect myself good, right good now thank <laughs> bass fishing time with the one the only the great alan zaremba big al good morning baby Hey, guys, I, I, I just got one comment on that commercial I heard just before you came on the air about the coffee. You need that coffee to get you going. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that ever quite works. No, that's actually why I have rum in my cup, but go ahead. Al. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm a believer of. I believe that fully. All right, Weisenheimer, uh, how's your bass fishing been for you this coming past well, week? Well, whatever? For, for me, the bass bite slowed up out in the Everglades some. That, that's, that's just one of those things, whether it's because the water's coming up some or because it's just a cycle uh, or we're fishing. It could be a, a number of things that way. Uh, the the other thing now in the urban canals, I still got peacocks that are still jumping up to the beds. Uh, I think some of them are actually going into their second spawn early this year, and uh, so I've got a mix of that going. Like today, I'm down here fishing, and we already caught a, a peacock and a and a spot tilapia this morning. We're we're trying to hunt another one up right now. So okay. it, it's kind of how my days are spent this time of the year. A very limited schooling activity. Did see a little bit of it this week, but not a ton of it. Now, Alan, with the temperatures starting to get hotter day by day, the water temperature warms up. Uh, does that spark the fish bite even more? <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing. No, I don't believe so. I actually think what happens is it starts getting too warm. Okay. And and uh, the, the oxygen levels might get a little bit lower in the canals, which will actually slow them down, which brings me to a morning bite and an evening bite being the best as far as the bites go. Now, that'll change as water starts cooling down once we get back to the fall. But for the moment, it is what it is. And we still catch fish. You just got to go out there and you got to work a little bit harder for them, maybe. Yeah, well, I think, Alan, the uh, the, the thinking is that, well, peacock bass native to uh, South America, Central America, so it can't get too hot for them. Yeah. 
Well, that that's that's a that is thinking, but as you know, I've been down there many times, yes. and the truth is, those rivers flow very fast, and their average water temperature is probably more like seventy-two oh, okay. to eighty. And, wow, and the only I place didn't it gets real, yeah, well, the water is moving very fast, and the places where it gets uh, warmer is in the lagoons when you get in the back lagoons. But but the uh, uh, that that's not gonna uh, that's not everywhere, and it's 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 just one of those things. You know, people don't realize they have a zone that's probably smaller. Than like largemouth in that bit. It gets. I don't care where you're at. If it gets too hot, the water temperature gets on the hot side like that. You're going to get an oxygen depletion to some extent. Okay. I'll tell you one thing, Steve Waters. You know my my lake has been void of peacock bass now since that last freeze that came through. They really haven't ever come back. And I miss that peacock bite. I mean, I mean, catching largemouth bass pretty well, but I miss that peacock bass fight, man. Nothing like it. Maybe you need to put some oxygen in the. Uh... No, maybe I, maybe, maybe I need to restock it myself is what uh, I need to do, man. Okay, That's not legal. That's not legal. I, 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 you could be reported. They have to catch me in the act, dude. Okay? So don't worry about it. I'll, I'll be stealthy. <laughs> no, you're not going to be doing it. Okay. So. No, that, 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 that's okay, FWC friends. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm just thinking that, Steve. You're yeah. hitting it right, let, right in let, the spot there. Let me get off the illegal chat and ask you what some of your hot lures have been this week. Uh, this week has still been my jigs, uh, been the hot one. If you're fly fishing, I, I would suggest uh, uh, clouser minnows. And we're actually working a fish right now. I'm sitting here looking at it. It's a very pretty peacock that's giving us the middle fin. Again, middle fin, okay. Let me ask you, Alan, so when the weekly, the twice-weekly reports you send to Eric and me and other writers and broadcasters, right. you talk about the AZ jungle jigs, your personal line of jigs. Where let's yeah. say somebody says, "All right, I want to buy your jigs, Alan. I want to well, try them." Well, all they got to do is they got to go online and they, they can they can email me, uh, and I can help them out that way. Uh, I will be having a website up that I'm going to put in a little tackle store to my website just to help. So this way, it's easier for people to order them because I do have people that actually ask for them, and uh, they're, they're a great jig. We use a Gamagatsu hook on them, and and uh, I have two different sizes: a quarter ounce and a half ounce, and they both work really well. Okay, very good. Good to know. Let us know when the website's up and running. Good job, Steve. Will do. Just made Alan even richer than he already is. Well, here's the yeah, thing. Rich. If like week <laughs> after week you're eating, uh, he's catching them on Clouser minnows, uh, hard jerk baits, and AZ jungle jigs. Yeah. You say, yeah. man, where can I get an AZ jungle jig? So yeah, now the, the, the jerk baits have been working this week as well. Uh, for some extent, but not like they were last week. And I actually had a little bit of a topwater bite uh, yesterday morning for a very brief amount of time, it seemed like, and, and we had to go sight fishing for them. Yeah, one thing I like about the jerk baits, like uh, the three-inch, four-inch ones, is you catch a lot of other species on yeah. those. Yeah, So and we you, have lots you, of other species. Now. Right, Oscars, <laughs> Warmouth, Spotted mm -hmm. Sunfish, so... You have a real fun yep. day, especially if you have a kid or someone like Eric. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying it nicely. Yeah. That's once the coffee gets in his veins, huh? <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Alan. Have a fine day. Okay. See you. Hope the motor falls off the transom. Bye now. Hey, now. Great right, job guys. as always, Alan. All right. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. We've got a man who's uh, got some high praise for his fishing in that tournament, Steve Waters. Skip the man, Dana. That's right. He, he's he been, you know, everybody wants a piece of Skip. We have no time to get him on the show. He wants so much money. Since he's actually he won the, the shootout. He's loaning money out now. Yeah. Well, he he is Mr. Tuna Man. And my story last week about yeah. tuna, Skip was nice enough to share some of his tips about chumming and how you don't need to chum with live bait right skip used uh sardines that you use on the hell and s and fish city pride 
That's right. We just we used uh, the same old regular old frozen sardines we use on the LNS. Just cut a few chunks at a time, dole them out, and that's it. Man, so the old sardine trick uh, works even in a tournament, Steve. Right, right. Half a sardine and not too many, not because other not species. too many. If, you, if there's so many sharks and so many uh, trigger fish and remoras and things like that out there now that if you chum too much, that's how you get up in your slick, you know. And make sure guys realize these aren't sardines in a can we're talking about either. Okay, please. No, these are these are real old span, frozen Spanish <laughs> sardines. Well, Skip, how have you been fishing this week? What's been biting, man? What's the hot bite? Uh, the fishing's been really good. Um, there's still a few tunas around, a couple of kings. Uh, the, the fishing on the drift boat's been red hot. A lot of nice mutton snapper, yellowtails, a few cobias. We're picking at a few kings, but uh, overall, it's been fishing. It's been really good. I know the guys uh, that went offshore. Not yesterday, but the day before, did really, really good on dolphin on like six, seven hundred feet, and you know, had like ten, twelve fish up to about. I look like about twenty, twenty-five pounds. There's definitely some fish around out there. Yeah, th- this is always uh, a prime time for dolphin, and yeah, this I, is usually the time of year we get we get that the, the rush of big ones. You know, right. those big slammers like thirty, forty, fifty pounders. There's usually not a lot of them, but there's usually some monsters out there. All right, Skip, a question, man. How'd you spend all that cash you won? <laughs> I'm still waiting for the check to clear. <laughs> <laughs> it takes that long for now. It, uh, no, it's it. the way it's going to work is that uh, you know we we covered our season, which helped out a lot, and then uh, you know we we have some stuff we need to do to the boats and you know tackle and things like that. But once everything's covered, everybody get a little chunk at the end, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll keep rolling along, win a, win some more cash, and hopefully win the uh, the whole series. We're we're shooting for those rings for the uh, the showdown crown. That's our that's our playing now okay well you Always got the slam in a few weeks and you got the ladies fish off i think uh next weekend mm-hmm. so yeah we're actually uh, i'm heading back in from bait fishing right now we're gonna pick the ladies up and uh we're gonna go out and do a little practice fishing all right, Skip. Hey, man, we're always pulling for you, my friend. Great report uh, for these very many many years on the show and uh, stay with us always and uh have a fine day my friend all right guys have a good one yeah and congratulations again on a great win skip thank you very much guys it was uh yeah, we put up, we put the work in, and it just worked out for us. All right, have a great day, Steve. Right, every, thank you much. You You're got welcome. It. Every weekend we do something called the Nautical Ventures uh, Boat Pick of the Weekend. Okay. And I've got one in my hand that I think every guy or gal would love. It serves two purposes. You have the 2016 Century Walk Around. Okay. So here's what you got: the back of the boat area is your fishing zone, right? Sure. Then you have the cabin area, which you can cool off in, lay down, take a snoozy, snoozy, relax whatever, chill out. Go to the front of the boat. There's your layout area to sun yourself. So it's kind of a multi-purpose boat, and it's a, it's just a great ride machine. 26 nice. feet, perfect size. And uh, some of the amenities we have with this boat, for example, it comes with a Raymarine 12-inch GPS plotter sounder, VHF radio with the boat, stereo, sleeps two in comfort, electric windless anchor, three-year warranty on the interior bow to stern, by the way, electric head, swim ladder, a microwave oven, cockpit shower, refrigerator, Cockpit speakers and cushions, and it's just absolutely phenomenal, all in 26 feet. That's incredible. It's a, how could they possibly get all that in 26 feet? Because Century's been building boats since 1924. You figured this thing out pretty quickly after okay. building boats for that many years, man. After 92 years, I get it. I'm saying, man, the boat's got great power. It's got the great warranty and, of course, the Century tradition. Uh, sleep aboard this bad boy. Goodbye. Check it out in person. 50 South Brian Road in Dania Beach. The 2016 Century Walk Around. What a fantastic boat. You will absolutely love it. Uh, no doubt about that. Gosh, we've covered a lot of stuff, Steve Waters, in an hour and a half.
I mean, a lot of water. A lot of water. We have more water coming up. More captains. Shall we? Kayak fishing. Let's do it. We'll talk to Joe Hector next. Speaking of which, 722, 940 wins Miami sports. Supposedly, Cousteau and his cronies invented the idea of putting walkie-talkies into the helmet. But we made ours with a special rabbit ear on the top so we could pipe in some music. Let's hear those fishing reels sing. Now back to more fish talk on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Now, up and at With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. As the sun it's a fine-looking Saturday to fish, Steve Waters. I just walked outdoors a moment ago. A lot of those uh, storms that we saw this morning are kind of like blown off and gone away. Hooray. So uh, get out there and fish, man. Long weekend. That's it. Well, where are we going to go fishing? What should we do? Jump on Bouncer Smith's boat and have a day at it. How about that? Well, I, I know he's booked for today. <laughs> I, th- I think he's sword fishing all weekend. Yeah, man. Captain Bouncer, welcome back, buddy. Captain Bouncer. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, he must be paying his phone bill. Yeah, it's a little technical issue. We have a live show here. This, these kind of things I know, happen. You know? I, know, I know. Yeah, I was live last week from Miami Beach Marina. Then I'm, I was on the qualifier live. I, I give you give you props, man, for getting all those uh, players on and having them all coordinated to get them on the program and having your phone ready here, there, everywhere. Yeah. Good job. No, it was nice because, the, as I was saying, the Dolphins media staff, they, they have the guys who love to fish. Yeah. All which right. Which was cool. We had, we had the, the, the place kicker, a big kayak fisherman. Gotcha. So that was cool. Bouncer Smith's back in the show. His phone's back connected. Bouncer, welcome back, man. What's happening? Well, I put my ear against my phone and muted it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, minor, man. That happens. Minor uh, biological technical difficulties. No worries. So where are you at? Well, we're sitting here in the rain. What did you do to us here? Don't blame it on me, man. Blame it on Steve. We're He's, a, forca- He's a forecaster. And it, was, and it was pouring down rain, and now it's drizzling, but it's slowly leaving the area. But if they're leaving out of... Uh, Somewhere in Biscayne Bay, they're in a heap of trouble. But uh, really, really good fishing this week. We've had a lot of tarpon at night. Uh, there's been good, better and better catches of dolphin every day. Not real, real far out, six, eight hundred feet of water. Uh, there's been some good tuna fish action, uh, pretty good sailfish action. We finally have a roaring north current, beautiful blue water, which always turns things on on the edge of the reef. So. Everything is good in Miami, except for it's raining. Okay, well, Bouncer, when, when you say I dolphin 600 to 800 feet, so you head on out, you're watching your depth finder. What should you be looking for as far as um, on the surface or in the air, stuff like that? Well, real, realistically, as you well know, Steve, the last thing you want to be doing is staring at your depth finder. <laughs> what you want to be doing is, looking for birds and the two best birds are the frigate bird which is a great big black one with the sweeping back wings and the deep forked tail and the other one is the sooty tern the sooty terns fly relatively low to the water they're very dark on the back and white on the belly and uh they'll travel usually in pairs or three birds and they'll be going working very low to the water checking every weed patch and in either case, the, the more the birds are working one spot, the more likely it is there's fish there. And uh, make sure that when you find that frigate bird, you get on the south side of them. Because the big fish 
that he wants to chase bait up for him are working their way to the south. And if you're following the frigate bird and he's following the fish, you may never intercept the fish. So get ahead of him. You'll be far out of the game. And then while you're watching for the birds, anything floating on the water, and, of course, any fish that are jumping are good tips to where the fish are. This is a very important this time of year not to run and gun as much as to troll because when you're trolling, a lot of times that big fish that hasn't pushed up any bait for a while doesn't have a bird. He's not under around floating debris. And by trolling, he'll find you if you don't find him. So put out a nice spread of... I like a couple of billy baits and a couple of lures with either bally or bonita strips on the back. And in short order, you should have some good action. Should be a really, really spectacular weekend of fishing. That's my problem, Steve Waters. I figured out what my problem is with the birds. I, I finally figured it out, dude. Okay. I've been following pelicans. That's not working. Well, that. That's good if you're trying to find a school of bait. <laughs> yeah, pilchards, I put your right I was following them. pelicans, man. That's my problem, though. No. Uh, yeah. Cap, you still got those Jimmy Jigs on your boat? You been having a chance to bust those out lately or what? Yeah, we'll have them out today. Uh, we'll be trolling them in front of Ballyhoo. And then uh, we haven't gone vertical jigging lately because the current's too strong. But, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, those things are deadly. And if you haven't gotten those Jimmy Jig reverse feathers that go over the valley or the Bonita Strip, you're really missing out because you put that thing in the water in the sun and it literally glows and really, really attractive to the fish. They come in all different weights so you can get a bait skipping on the surface or you can get a bait to run down deep. Put them on your baits and your action is only going to improve. And they are so well made, Steve. You seen the finish on those Jimmy oh. Jigs I gave to you? Finishes. I, I mean, boy, amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean... We'll, we'll lose them to the Amberjacks far before we lose any paint off of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cap, have a fine, safe weekend. Catch them up, my friend. We'll see you at the dock uh, real soon and jump on board and have you some betcha. more memories. We'll be all looking right? forward to listening to the show and talking to you soon. Thank you, Cap, Thanks, very much. Man, Take a little break. Break waters. I need some more coffee, man. Fuel up, baby. Coffee is ready, sir. Coffee is ready, sir. 735, 940 wins, Miami Sports. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We've tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Ooh, I hope I didn't wake you. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Welcome back to our show. I want to give some props and a happy birthday to our general sales manager at Nautical Ventures, Spencer Milligan. Great guy, our GSM over there. I know Spencer. You know Spencer and, of course, his wife, Farron, has got a big... Uh, Birthday bash plan for him in the Keys. Maybe listening to us on the way down as we speak. So, uh, Spencer, if you got a song, man, happy birthday, dude. You know, that was supposed to be a surprise party. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> we got time for another captain on the show. Steve Waters covering some, uh, of course, our North Palm stores there. A lot of listeners right? on the show in Palm Beach. We've got Willie Howard back on line one. Yeah, that's right. Captain Willie, good morning. How are you? Hey. <clears throat> good morning, Steve. Good morning, Eric. How are you, Willie? Great. How has fishing been up at Palm Beach, Lake Worth area for you? Well, the dolphin have been kind of absent. They were really strong here, like in late April, very early May, but then they kind of took a vacation. I think they might have gone to the Keys or something. Because I've been out a couple times. They've found some beautiful, like, boards with bait under them, some nice weed line. No dolphin. 
So I think some people are catching them, but they're they're not thick like they often are in May. So I'm hoping they'll come back in June. Now, explain the Gulf Stream to me, Steve, and, and uh, Willie, about uh, how close or far off. Is the Gulf Stream a little further off in Palm Beach, Steve, in South, no, South Florida? Actually, that's the closest. It oh, it's the closest. See, I didn't know, man. I didn't know. Right, yeah. I mean, what, what, the temperature is getting close to the beach now. It's like 80 degrees, but you just go out a couple miles. You hit 81, 82, 83, even up to 84 now. We're about five, 500, 800 feet. You might even hit 84 degrees. Wow. The, the stream the stream's right here. And the water was really blue yesterday. I was out yesterday. It was a little lumpy, and we were dodging some storms. We caught some kingfish, but uh, we weren't able to, to get any dolphin. But we saw some frigate birds coming down. We saw some flying fish coming up. It was really pretty water. Mm-hmm. But, again, uh, I didn't see any dolphin. But we weren't out very long because we were dodging storms. Are you kind of a run-and-gun guy there, Willie? What do you got for dolphin? I am. I, I control some, but only when it's really pretty. I like to troll the very best spots. And, you know, of course, if nothing else is going on and somebody really wants dolphin, you'll troll. But I don't like to spend hours and hours trolling, personally. Nor do I. <laughs> okay, now, Willie, one of the things Nor you do, do that, that, uh, that I'll never forget from one of your reports for, uh, for the Sun Sentinel is when you see, like, ballyhoo or um, flying fish just being pushed up, not by your boat, but by fish, you'll run over and cast a jig or a live bait. Sure, of course. Something's pushing that point, that bait up. You know there's something under there. Right. They're and not some, jumping uh, just because they're happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and especially when there are birds around looking for the, for the fish to push the bait up. No. Uh, the other thing, I don't know if you guys heard about the downtown showdown here last weekend. Have you gotten a report on that yet? We don't know who won, but we know uh, one of our uh, first call um, speakers. Yeah. Darcy uh, competed. Darcy, yes, yeah, Darcy, thank you. yeah, yeah. How was it? Yeah, well, I was down there because my son was in the tournament, and, and so we went down early just to see what was going on in the way. And, and there was a boat that was already in, and they they said, "Oh, well, we have a big fish." And <clears throat> so we waited and waited until the the way in, and they came out eighty six pound wahoo. Ooh. Wow! Wow! Wahoo. Eighty six pound. I mean, wahoo. that's got to be one of the biggest tournament fish, <laughs> you know, of the season for sure. That's like a Bahamas Wahoo. Man, that's And I asked fan. them how they caught it. They said they were in 160 feet of water off of Jupiter with just, uh, you know, bump trolling a live goggle eye, just like you do for kingfish. Wow. It's pretty common in the tournaments here. Well, that's a big fish. Uh, amazing, was. amazing fish. No. So, uh, you know, they couldn't even talk much about it because it's like a $10,000 purse fish. And, it, and, and they had a little Calcutta money on top of that, so... They went home pretty happy. That's a big <laughs> wahoo. Hey, well, bootleggers. R- real quick, Willie, before you go, man, are you much of a bottom fisherman at all? Do you ever do like any grouper stuff or a mutton snapper fishing? Uh, mutton snapper, yes. Grouper, no. I don't touch grouper. They're too slow growing, and I, I feel like the population's not strong enough. I just leave grouper alone personally. Okay. But uh, I love to fish for mutton snapper. Okay. So when you go out Lake Worth Inlet, you are going north or south these days? I think in general the snapper fishing is better north, like in the 70 to 80 feet. I think 80 feet is a really good uh, all-around depth for snapper. Okay, like, for like Lost Tree or around there? Right, between Lost Tree, Juno, and from Juno to Jupiter, that whole area where the reef kind of spreads out, it's wider up in that area. But also off the breakers, that the area south, and yeah. a little bit north of the breakers, those ships, the Governor's River Walk Reef, just south of Lake Worth, and that can be good. Hey, willing to fish. And, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, the other thing to remember, too, is when during the sea turtle nesting season, the muttons get tied on the beach because they're eating the baby sea turtles. Oh, I hear that. I just I just talked to a man in Boynton. He's developed a sea turtle lure. It's called the sea turtle hatcher. 
<laughs> okay. And one of one of his his catchphrases is, you know, you can you can catch him on my lure and save a baby sea turtle. But, I like um, it. I, I like it. it. I like that. Yeah, Willie, we we got to run, man. But the fish on your boat, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, five six one three zero seven three zero four seven. All right, Willie. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Good talking to you again, my friend. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. You All too. Right. Quick break, Sea Waters. One more captain coming up, and uh, it's the wrap. Okay. Okay. Take a break here. Seven forty eight nine forty wins Miami Sports. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune into our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Good morning, girls. Good morning, girls and guys. Steve, our one-minute wrap-up. Uh, before we go, bye-bye. You had a little topic you want to throw on the radio this morning. Okay, right. So uh, save, save our Florida reefs. Bunch of people just... Citizens, whatever, came together, came up with ways to protect the reefs. One of the suggestions was no fishing zones, marine protected areas. So Wednesday, June 1st, 9 a.m., Keep Florida Fishing, which is with the American Sport Fishing Association. They have a 9 a.m. press conference Mm -hmm. outside, 9.30, there'll be public comment. So fishermen are encouraged to show up, comment, and say, Hey, there's a lot of other things you can do before you stop fishing uh, to protect reefs. So that's at the Fern Forest Nature Center in uh, Coconut Creek off Lions Road. Be All right. There. Thank you, Mr. Waters, very, very much for that wonderful plug. Appreciate right, that. because if there's no fishing, we have no show. That would be a bad thing. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it's been a great show, man. It just flew by like it always does, man, like crazy. Great information. Thanks to all of our fabulous captains. Uh, thanks to our great listeners and our fans of the of show. Of course, We yep. thank you guys very much. Chicago Mike, thanks for the great job behind the scenes. You know what? It, it's funny, Eric, how the fishing changes from region to region. So we had Key West, uh, not that good. Island Marotta, big dolphin this week. Yeah. Miami, dolphin. Some tunas, kings. Well, what's also cool is the fact our captains don't lie. If they're not catching fish, they'll tell you. We ain't catching That's fish. It. You know That's what I mean? It's straight it. stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Speaking of straight stuff, uh, straight shooters coming up. Jeff DeForest, uh, Paulie Mann, and Dave Gurgles Gurgly with the JM Lexus Trivia Challenge, which I always listen to on the way home after the show. Yeah, I'm still like oh for a million questions. <laughs> one of these We're, days I'm going to get one. I'm about right with you, man, okay? <laughs> Have a great day. Keep it here for sports all day long. Jeff DeForest coming up next. We'll see you back next weekend right here. The one, the only 940 wins. Miami Sports.